This is WLRN News. I'm Tim Paget, and this is the Latin America Report. Today has a lot of names. In English, it's Shrove Tuesday. In Portuguese, Carnival. In French, Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. Except for this pandemic year, few places celebrate it fatter than New Orleans and groups like the Rebirth Brass Band. Many people don't realize, though, how much that New Orleans culture owes to Haitian culture, like the popular Mardi Gras song, Ico Ico. That connection comes alive in a new radio documentary called Carnival, Haitian Rhythms and the Music of New Orleans. For people who know Haiti and New Orleans, the similarities are endless. You know, it's a different country, but it's like a mirror. The deep connection between these places really comes alive in the music. Carnival is produced by Philadelphia public radio station WXPN, and it airs here on WLRN this month. It's hosted by Haitian-American Grammy Award-winning musician Layla McCalla. McCalla lives in New Orleans, and she spoke with me from there about the documentary and how much her own experience reflects its story. Layla, thanks for talking with us. Absolutely. So happy to be here. So how did you and a Philadelphia NPR station hook up to make a documentary about the rich musical bond between New Orleans and Haiti? Well, I had been working on a a multimedia performance that was inspired by the story of Radio Haiti. You know, my my family is from Haiti. My parents immigrated to the United States during the Duvalier regime. And so I'm always kind of reaching back and, and trying to understand the history and the culture and We actually got to present the piece in March, and the folks at WXPN told me they were doing a radio documentary that's all New Orleans and Haiti cultural exchange. And they interviewed me and then came back a few months later and said, actually, we think you'd be great as a host. You certainly seem a natural choice given your Haitian and New Orleans ties, but you were born and raised in New York. How did you gravitate to New Orleans? I think in 2009, it was around Jazz Fest time, I was invited to play in the street and busk with these women that I had met in New York City. And they used to play in the French Quarter. And I just graduated with a degree in classical cello performance. And I was wanting to explore other styles of music and explore things that felt meaningful to me. And Right. And here's something you say in the Carnival documentary that speaks to that. But it wasn't until I moved to New Orleans in my 20s that I realized that Creole is more than a language. It's an identity. Creole being the language of Haiti along with French, but something much larger, as you discovered, in New Orleans. Absolutely. Being in New York, it was like, okay, I'm black. But in New Orleans, someone just came up to me and said, girl, you look like a Creole. You know, I remember the first time I had red beans and rice in New Orleans and thinking this looks exactly like Sospois in Haiti. And so I started to put the connections together. And as you point out in the documentary, the musical connection started more than 200 years ago when Haitians began pouring into the Crescent City, as New Orleans is known, at the same time Haiti was winning its independence. Tell us more about that. At the time of the Haitian Revolution, there was a lot of, obviously, unrest. And Louisiana was a French territory and provided safe haven to a lot of white plantation owners, slave owners, 
but also free people of color and enslaved people. The influx of all of these emigres from Haiti doubled the population of New Orleans. And New Orleans was one of the only places you could practice your African spirituality. And that's how we have Congo Square in New Orleans. That's really where New Orleans music comes from. It's like rhythmic structures, the style of dance, for example, the kalinda. That Haitian voodoo-inspired music is featured in the documentary, like this song, Asuke Legba. So, Leila, can we say the Haitian infusion of the 19th century helped give rise to New Orleans jazz at the turn of the 20th century? I have zero doubt. I, for example, started playing the banjo, playing New Orleans jazz, and there were definitely banjos at Congo Square. And, and actually, the first banjo found in the Western Hemisphere was found in Haiti. Let's switch back to Haiti then. In Carnival, you talk about how a visit to the coastal city of Cap Haitien confirmed for you that cross-pollination between New Orleans and Haiti. I'll never forget going to Cap Haitien for the first time. It's a beautiful coastal city in the north of Haiti, where colorful facades feature arched doors and overhanging balconies. I remember thinking, this looks like the French Quarter. Or wait a minute, does the French Quarter look like Cap Haitien? Right. And that's where I found also people were carrying banjos around. And I had never seen it in Haiti before. And I started to sense there's just a conversation that has clearly happened between these places that nobody talks about. Carnival's soundtrack is a really eclectic delight. What song on the playlist best exemplifies for you that musical conversation between Haiti and New Orleans? Aiko Aiko Creole. I really love the collaboration between La Cue Musique and Arcade Fire and the 79ers gang. And you perform a Haitian folk song I particularly enjoyed, Merci Bon Dieu. Merci Bon Dieu. That's lovely. Thank you. The songs you write also explore those ties between Haitian and New Orleans culture, but I should really say the ties between Haitian and American culture, right? Yes, that's very underappreciated. It's not more important for Black Americans to understand Haitian culture more than white Americans or any other Americans. And I hope that the documentary can be the gateway to wanting to know more about Haiti. Thanks again, Layla. Sure. Layla McCalla hosts the three-part WXPN radio documentary, Carnival, Haitian Rhythms and the Music of New Orleans. It airs on WLRN February 22nd, 23rd, and 24th at 9.30 p.m. I'm Tim Paget in Miami. This is WLRN News.